Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie. I'm here at the Red Wing Roots Festival here in Virginia. And I'm talking to Brooke Bostick. <laughs> How are you enjoying the festival here so far? I love it. I love it. I've been here for the last five years. This is our sixth year since awesome. they started. Oh, awesome. Yeah. We want to talk a little bit about hemp. What do you know about hemp? Oh, I know that it has uh, uh, many industrial uses. Uh, aside from the marijuana version, there's the industrial hemp plant. That's The fiber is valuable. The protein is valuable from the seeds and it helps the soil less you know you have to use less pesticides and less water and it's much more efficient way to get fiber you mentioned that you uh were into meditation but you're building these uh hemp <laughs> tell us about that I'm, okay what i'm making is a uh, meditation bench it's a little wooden fold-out bench what I've, I've used them for years but i've only been able to find available commercially uh, ones made of solid wood that are heavier, and I'm working on making a very lightweight version that is uh, made of thin plywood with little cables, kind of like a uh, a massage table is constructed, and so that they're good for travel, oh. easy to move, very awesome. Light. So where where do you hail out? Where do you? Oh, uh, I'm from Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. Any last words you want to tell our audience here? Um, well, come come to Red Wing Roots if you can, and. Uh, also meditate and understand that hemp is a valuable resource that needs uh, needs to be promoted for our planet. Thank you very much uh, <laughs> and for being a guest on the I Hemp Revolution podcast. <laughs> it's my pleasure. <laughs> hey, this is Coach Freddie. I'm here at Red Wing Roots Festival. I'm talking to some folks here. And uh, what's your name there? Mark. Mark. Morgan. Morgan. And I'm Jan. And Jan, Morgan. and you have a little booth here, and you have all kind of cool stuff here. Tell us a little bit about your... We cut and polish natural stones and make pendants and earrings out of them. I really like all your stuff here. We want to talk a little bit about hemp. What, yeah. do, you, what do you know about hemp? Well, I know my grandson is making some... He does some macrame and makes a few necklaces out of hemp. and Really nice, nice pendants. I mean, uh, They've the, been uh, real hemp. popular here the, lately. Yeah that was popular in the 70s it's coming back people so, want to wear it and talk about him so and I, I know at one time in virginia hemp was actually a big industry yeah long it, time ago oh yeah yeah and it's starting to come back they're starting to grow hemp again here in and virginia and i and i know there's so many things you, everything from clothing to everything you can just it's totally 100 percent reusable isn't it Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it could it could feed you, clothe you, and house you. You can make houses out of it. So, oh, awesome! And yeah, probably very so, energy efficient houses. I mean, you can put it in your walls like insulation. Oh yeah, things like you that. can make the whole wall out out of. Wow. Yeah. So, how long have you been doing the uh, 
your uh, your polishing oh, stones. Oh, this is our tenth year, believe it or not. It started okay. out as just a little uh, hobby of his at home. I found a ruby in North Carolina that was forty-two and a half carats. Wow! And I wanted jewelry made from it, and thought surely in the Roanoke area I'll find someone who can uh, do lapidary work. That's what it's called, and. We had trouble. Finally found a gentleman that lives in Lynchburg and has a little business, Stones and Bones, I think he's called, and he did uh, a pendant earrings for me, and so my husband got interested in doing it. He's a, kind of a rock hound, a gold uh, prospector kind of guy, so <laughs> awesome. well, he yeah. said, well, this is something I can do maybe, you know, just for a hobby, and it and turned, here it turned out to be a nice business here for you guys. Well, it is a business. But we also get to hear great music, oh, and yeah. we also get to meet very, very interesting people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like so. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You never know who you're going to run across or yeah. who you're going to meet and listen to their 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 stories and what they've done and through the years and how they've come to this point where hey, this is what makes everyone happy is to meet uh, like-minded people, get together, and, and appreciate enjoy. life. That's it. That's it. We all do that here yes. at these festivals. Yes. Yep. Bring well, the kids. The kids are all happy. They're free to roam. And yeah. It's a safe environment. For well, I want to thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast. All right. Well, thank you. Sir. We'll be we'll be checking you out when we get home and listening to some more of your stuff and oh, your great. works. Thank you And we much. thank you for what you're doing. Hey, this is Coach Freddie. I'm here at Stoned Beautiful Jewelry. And I'm talking with Sarah here at the Red Ring Roots Festival. How you doing, Sarah? I'm well. How are you? I'm fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be better here at this festival. So tell us a little bit about your stoned, beautiful jewelry. I make uh, artisan jewelry with natural stones, gemstones, uh, bone, antler, teeth. A lot of my influences come from the things my folks were wearing when I was growing up. I also started making leather handbags, which turned me on to wanting to make accessories and have things like foxtails and rabbit feet and such. Yeah. <laughs> conversation yeah. pieces. There you go. So let's have a conversation about hemp. What do you yes. know about hemp? Um, I do know that it can be used to make um, lots of things from um, paper to um, rope and twine and the oil can be used in many many different ways um, and I know that it grows fast and I believe it's a plant that doesn't take um, as much water and things um, to grow that it's a very hardy plant that grows fast am I right yes yes you are <laughs> yes, <it is>. yeah. <laughs> And you're from where? I'm from South Carolina. South Carolina. Mm -hmm. You're all the way up here in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Where you hemp got... would grow really, really well. Yes. 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 Well, they're, they're growing it down in South Carolina. Yeah. Too. And you could start making a lot of your stuff out of uh, hemp fabric. Too, yeah. And I bags. do use I do use the hemp twine in, in sewing some of the leather goods, oh, like okay. on the inside, because it's light and, um, and it's, it's sturdy. Oh, yeah. awesome. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> People coming through. Yeah, yeah. That's great. We're getting ready for another beautiful day at yeah, Red Wing. Yeah. Well, Sarah, I want to thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution yeah. podcast. Thank you for, for spreading the good word and keeping it going and keeping it alive because we definitely need to be using more hemp. Definitely. Okay. Thank you.
I'm here at the uh, a Bowl of Good, and I'm talking to Lorelai, and they have some great food here. Hi, Lorelai. Hi, Coach Freddie. Yeah, and uh, we were talking about uh, old cars, and uh, your your family had a Bug Eye uh, Austin Haley, and I have the uh, Austin Haley 3000. So, uh, and you're serving some great food. What kind of food do you have here? Uh, we have amazing food, um, fresh local ingredients. Uh, we have a lot of globally inspired dishes. And uh, you have some vegan dishes too. We do, and gluten-free dishes. Oh, great. So uh, let me ask you a question. What do you know about hemp? Um, I know that it's a wonderful material um, that's very versatile. There are a lot of health benefits from things like CBD oil. Um, I'd like to know more. I don't know a whole lot, but I know enough to know it's good. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, you can make houses out of hemp, too. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. No idea. And uh, just about anything paper, plastics, anything you're made out of plastics okay. made out of hemp. So, uh, how long have you worked with the company here? Since November of last year, about oh, eight cool. months. Ah, eight months. Mm -hmm. And you're out here at the Red Ring First Festival. Uh, how do you like it so far? Oh, I love it. It's my first year here and it's been amazing. All the people here are wonderful, just great vibes, and we're going to have a wonderful day and serve some great food to great people. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you very much for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast. Well, thank you, Coach Freddie. Have a great time at the festival. I'm here at the booth at the Problems with Pipelines, and this is the Appalachian Voices here in Virginia. Well, I'm speaking with... Laura Mack. And Quentin King. All righty. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, the organization Appalachian Voices. No problem. So we've been around for um, a little over 20 years. Okay. We started off doing a publication called the Appalachian Voice, which we still do. Um, but for the last 10 years, we've also been doing a bunch of programmatic work. And for many years, we fought mountaintop removal coal mining. Um, we're a regional organization that focuses on the environmental impacts of extractive industry in central Appalachia. Okay. Um, but as the coal industry changed, the economy changed, we realized... We need to continue to fight mountaintop removal because it is still happening, but also we need to expand our mission. So we fight other extractive industry like fracking, and that's why we fight the pipelines, frack gas infrastructure. And we also work on clean energy and renewable economy side as well. So we actually have some colleagues who work in central Appalachia, so it's like southern West Virginia, um, southwestern Virginia, um, fighting mountaintop removal coal mining, but they're also doing like community revitalization and I believe that they're actually focusing on um, some conversations about how to bring industrial hemp to West Virginia and there's some partnerships in that there. Awesome. But we're in the Virginia campaign so we focus on fighting the Mountain Valley and Atlantic Coast pipelines mm -hmm. to frack gas pipelines that are 42 inches in diameter so over three feet in diameter um, and we also focus on policies to um, make Virginia more friendly for clean and renewable energy. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And, and what do you do here? <laughs> so, I'm the Summer Environmental Fellow, so I really help out Laura and Peter, who's the other person in the Virginia uh, team. Um, so I helped draft this petition that's going to FERC, which is the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, um, which is the agency that reviews pipelines. So we're asking that they take a deeper look at pipeline review, see whether or not they really need it. They've only denied two pipelines in 20 years, and I think only three in total. Um, so we're collecting signatures right now for that. Also, the Virginia Energy Plan um, is something that's getting reviewed right now. Okay. Um, it's uh, not 
legislation, um, okay. but it's the governor's Virginia Energy Plan, and it's his uh, currently Governor Northam's um, opportunity to sort of set the stage for what uh, Virginia's energy plan will look like in terms of how much coal they use, how much natural gas, how much renewable energy, um, et cetera, over the next few years. And so there's a comment period that's opening up for that. And we and our um, different organizational partners and allies will be giving a lot of input on that. Because um, interestingly enough, they've, they have a comment period open on, like, what do you want to see for renewable? But they don't have a comment period open up for what do you want to see for natural gas? Because ah, I don't okay. think they want people to say, we don't want more natural gas. We, right. want to, we want more renewable. Okay. Um, so those are that's sort of a statewide campaign that we're also working on. But okay. the the petition to the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission is something that anyone across the state can send a comment in on, expressing their concern and saying, FERC, we want you to be better with additional stakeholders. Don't just work so closely with the de developers. You need to be more accountable to directly impacted communities. So what do you, you mentioned hemp. What do you know about hemp so far? Um, honestly, I don't know too, too much. Um, I know that it is a plant that can be used for a lot of different things. Um, I know clothing. I know like hemp hearts is a really yes. nutritious food and that it also is a very, so it's not only a versatile plant, but also grows well in a lot of different places. Yep. Um, and so in terms of West Virginia, I think there's been conversations about doing that in terms of just diversifying the economy, um, which is something that needs to happen in the coal fields. And I think it's also something that can be done on former mountaintop removal coal mining sites. Yes. Um, so that's about all I know thus far. It's it's a great uh, soil remediation. Right. Uh, story. And which it, is also it, needed in that yes. area. And so I want to thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast. Thank yeah, you. Thank yeah, you for having thanks us. for chatting with us. Appreciate it. I'm here speaking with Natasha. She's with Valley Conservation Council. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, fantastic. Good to be here today. Tell us a little bit about the Conservation Council. Sure. Valley Conservation Council is a 28-year-old organization that focuses on land conservation here in the Shenandoah Valley. When folks think of the Shenandoah Valley, they think of beautiful open spaces, an agrarian community, um, and places like where this festival is being held uh, that have really take advantage of the scenic mountain mountains here in our valley. So anyway, we want to keep our valley looking like the valley, uh, so we concentrate on land conservation, keeping those open spaces intact. Um, we're, a con we're a land trust. We hold conservation easements for those that donate them uh, to protect their land from development, okay. and that's how we work. Wow, oh, awesome. So uh, how long have you been with the, the council? I've been with the council a little over a year. What do you know about hemp? All right. Well, I know that um, here in the valley, we have a lot of farmers that are interested in the ability to diversify their production by having a crop such as hemp available to them. Uh, so those are the conversations that I've mostly heard about is that need to have a different cash crop um, that maybe have a, a different revenue stream for those farmers that are struggling to make a living here in our agrarian community. Yes. Uh, so do you know what can be made out of hemp? You know, I know there the thing that first comes to mind is hemp oil, yes. um, and certainly I know that it can be used, its fibers can be used for different um, yeah. products. Sure, um, sure, there you go. Um, yeah, so I know that the, that it has different textile uses, that sort of thing. And um, it can house you also, you can build houses out of hemp. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's all kind of things, anything made out of plastic you can make out of hemp. 
and they're looking into making batteries out of hemp and all those things. That's excellent. I know that one of the thing, conversations I keep hearing in Virginia is that as they move towards a, a potential point of legalization, that um, processing facilities are going to need to be developed, and that oh, we're going to yes. need to develop exactly. that capacity to be able to, to, to deal with that production once we're able to do that. Yeah, and this is a great valley to grow it into. It would be. I know that JMU, um, in the heart of the valley, James oh, Madison yeah. University, has some research programs going on, and yep, they're growing. Yeah, farmers, yeah, um, for the last uh, couple years now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, Natasha, cool. thank you for being a guest. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm here today having a conversation with Robert Pullen. He's with Great Appalachian Valley Conservation Corps. How you doing, Robert? I'm well. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to chat with me. And so, tell us a little bit about the Great Appalachian Valley Conservation Corps. Yeah. So we're a the GAVCC is a nonprofit organization uh, that's focused on offering service opportunities for. Uh, youth and young adults. Uh, our youth program runs in the summer uh, for 16 to 18 year olds uh, and our adult programs are for 18 to 27 year olds uh, with uh, some age exemptions for veterans up to the age of 34 um, and we work with federal land management agencies on backlogged uh, maintenance projects that they may have so we locally we work with Shenandoah National Park and the George Washington and Jefferson National Forest um, we currently, for our summer season, have five crews out in the field at a time, uh, three adult crews and two youth crews, um, working on a range of projects between campground recreation maintenance and some of the Forest Service campgrounds, um, some backcountry trail building with Shando National Park, and then this year we're working with the Monongahela National Forest um, in West Virginia, uh, doing some grip hoist uh, rock work for them for some erosion control. What do you know about hemp? Not much, honestly. Well, what, what have you heard about it? I've heard that it's good alternative to some things, but I'm not really, I, I really haven't heard much. It, it hasn't been on, on my radar, really. Okay. Well, it, it's the only plant that can feed you, clothe you, and house you. And 25,000 uses for the plant from making paper to how building houses. Actually, Henry Ford made a car out of hemp in 1941. Hmm. And it's the most versatile plant on the, on the earth. Well, thank you very much. Well, thank you. All right. Take care and have a great day. Thanks. All right, I'm here with Bob, and he's with Wild Virginia. And tell us, Bob, what is uh, Wild Virginia? Wild Virginia is a nonprofit activist organization that represents a seat at the table for any uses that are taking place in the national forests of Virginia. We're specifically, we work closely with George Washington National Forest and Jefferson National Forest. We also have a recreational side for our members that leads hikes and um, some river trips in the in the forest that we, we we advocate for. Okay, well, great. So I'm going to ask you one question here and tell us. So what do you know about hemp? Well, I do know that it's uh, it's got a long history in the world, and that uh, it had a great history in the United States until I think the 20s or 30s when um, it was classified as ridiculously as some kind of weird drug. I do know that recently the federal government just passed uh, uh, a law in the new agricultural bill that um, is going to open up hemp for commercial production in the United States, which you know we're, I'm very excited about. 
what products do you know that the hemp makes? Well, we have bought, my wife and I have bought in the past, um, hemp lotion, which is okay. insane. Hemp soap. Yeah. Uh, we bought uh, hemp bags. Yeah. Um, you know, knit, you know, uh, knitted type uh, products. I think I've, I bought a hemp T-shirt. And it can house you too. You can make houses. I didn't know hemp. that. That's yeah, super fabulous. Well, Bob, thank you for being a guest on You're the I Hemp Revolution podcast. Right on. Thank you. Hey, I'm here having a conversation with Betsy, and uh, she's a volunteer working in a booth here. So, uh, hi, Betsy. Hello, how are you? Fantastic. <laughs> you have a great hat on and a beautiful See, smile. I, Betsy, you, you, I mentioned uh, hemp a little bit ago, and you said you know a little bit about hemp. What do you know about hemp? Well, I know it's very useful, and it's, it has a lot of different uses. So, you can use it for shirts, uh, you can use it for jewelry, you can use it... Paper and all sorts of different things. Yeah, and you can build houses out of it. Yeah. Do you have any clothes or anything made out of hemp? I do. I have a good amount of t-shirts made with hemp, and they're super soft. Oh yeah, yeah. great. So how long have you had your t-shirts? Oh gosh, years. Some festival a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you look like a festival uh, goer. I've yeah, I've worked in a few. Yeah. <laughs> For a couple years. Did some in California, like outside lands in San Francisco, Bonnaroo, a bunch of different years. But local ones like this are really fun. Anything you would like to tell our listeners on the iHemp Revolution podcast? Grow hemp. Let's revolutionize this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Betsy, yeah. for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution podcast. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm here talking to a few great people. And what is your name, sir? I'm Kirk Gustafson. And Heidi Bokesh. Uh, what do you know about hemp? I was introduced to hemp products uh, beginning in about high school. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I have enjoyed them ever since. Yeah. Uh huh. But it's a I, wonderful fiber for rope. Okay, there you Actually, go. Actually, you told us all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. So now, what do you know about, uh, about hemp? Um, the sailcloths were used to make Levi's blue jeans. Yeah. Old sailcloths. Homestoga uh, wagon covers. There you go. Yeah. And uh, fantastic rope. Yeah. Rope Very on good the marine. Ships. Yeah. Rope on the Liberty ships. ships. Yeah. 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 So that's what we know. And now they're building houses out of him. That's true. Yeah. And clothes. Clothes. Yeah. And your okay. shoes are made out of him. So now where, where are you guys from? Frederick, Maryland. Pardon me? Frederick, Maryland. Okay. And you're yep, also Frederick, Maryland. I just I have recollections of seeing hemp growing in the drainage ditches. Yeah. Uh, driving across country when I was about 18. Yes. And I was fascinated by the fact that this plant, which had been an agricultural crop back in the 30s, I guess, and 40s, was just growing wild in their drainage ditches. Yes. Uh, yeah, and that's because of the seeds fell off of the wagons along the road. That's true. And I, at the time, thought that it might be a source of uh, recreational product, but I was informed by the locals who referred to it as Iowana that it really was just a, a hemp plant for fiber. There you and go. Not that yeah. there was no uh, THC. THC. Yeah. And that that is the hemp that they have been growing. Awesome. Yeah. So, anyway, it was very nice talking with you. And, and, thank you very much. And yeah. we'll see you again. We'll see you again. Who am I speaking with here? Ollie Oliver. Ollie Oliver. What do you know about hemp, Ollie? Well, I know that it's a great agricultural product that has a lot of uses. And 
it should be in wide cultivation and use. There are probably even uses that we don't even know about yet with the uh, extracts and oils and proteins and whatnot. Um, just a great plant. And there's no reason why it shouldn't be cultivated. You bought some products recently. Sure, yeah. Well, I'd be interested in uh, the oils and protein from the seeds. Uh, obviously, the fiber is getting a tremendous number of uses. Um, that's, that's just about all I know. Okay, well, that's a good start. Yeah. So you can learn a little bit more on the, sure. on the podcast. All right, good. Thank, so you. thank you very much. Ollie. Likewise. Thank you. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host. Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.